Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of L2M Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership. We're here today with Carol Schrader. Carol is the CEO of GiveZooks, and Carol brings over 20 years' experience as an entrepreneur and marketing executive in the software industry to her role at GiveZooks. She's worked for a number of Silicon Valley companies, such as Valisys, Sherpa, Documentum, which is now EMC, and Agile Software, which is now part of Oracle. She's been responsible for all kinds of marketing in the U.S. and internationally. And at Agile, she was a significant contributor to a successful IPO and secondary offering. Uh, She's also been the principal and co-founder of the Killarney Group, which is a consulting firm specializing in marketing and business strategy consulting to emerging companies. So welcome, Carol. Thank you, Linda. Great. We're glad to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, uh, you're doing something a little bit differently with GiveZooks. And, And tell us first a little bit about the company who they are, and just how long you've been around, and then we'll talk about your technology a little bit. Sure. Um, GiveStix was formed in, in 2007, but we actually publicly launched our site in 2008. And the, the real basics, basis for GiveZooks is that we saw a real gap in technology availability uh, for the kind of small to mid-sized community-based nonprofit. Um, and their needs are really that you know, they, don't, they don't have an IT staff, they don't have a lot of resources, they don't get the Internet so, so much. Um, and, and they really needed to have um, a product offering, a capability that would allow them to really engage you know, more like companies are engaging today. Um, so really accessing the social web, um, so taking into account how do they market and communicate and engage their donors using more Internet marketing techniques. So aren't there, there are companies that are doing, uh, providing platforms for, um, for nonprofits to take donations online. So what is it about GiveZooks that is different in your approach and your technologies? Yeah, a lot of the technology has focused on providing nonprofits with, you know, putting a donate button on their website. And, you know, that works only if you bring the donors or new donors or traffic to your site. And what we found is that nonprofits really don't understand how to really use the web to market themselves and to really do the outreach that they need to to drive traffic to their site. So a big part of what we're offering is, is really that social fundraising element. So we can allow nonprofits to put up a, a campaign or to, to put up a fundraiser online. But then we help them with all sorts of um, automated capabilities to you know, engage on Facebook, to engage with Twitter. So if you have a, a new, you know, maybe a new important capability that's come out um, or some big new announcement you want to make, use Twitter and try to find new people that might be interested in your cause using these new channels of, of communication. So different from traditional um, you know, donate buttons out there, we're really helping the nonprofits take their fundraising and their marketing and communication more outward facing. So I know that there's, there's a whole range of nonprofit organizations out there, uh, but traditionally haven't these systems kind of been aimed more at the bigger national or international companies? What if I'm just a local little group trying to raise some money in a school fundraiser or for my church or synagogue or something of that nature? 
Yeah, exactly. That's the gap that we found. So, you know, what we're talking about isn't necessarily new from an approach standpoint, although we have really integrated the social media elements, which is somewhat new. But, you know, Susan G. Komen and the large organizations have been doing things like this successfully for years. So what we've done with using, you know, a very um, cloud computing infrastructure, we've been able to bring the, the platform and all of these capabilities down to the level of a smaller to mid-sized community-based nonprofit and make it affordable and make it easy enough for them to use and, and just you know, really make it work for them in all aspects. So you're really taking software as a service or SaaS and, and bringing it to the whole nonprofit arena? Yes, actually. We are really one of the true first vendors that are SaaS in this space. Um, we have others that have kind of, you know, are doing a lot of uh, things somewhat similar. It's on-demand software, but they're operating their own, you know, in-house data centers to make that happen, and that adds, continues to, you know, keep their, high, their prices fairly, fairly high. Um, but we're taking advantage of Amazon Web Services and really bringing cloud computing infrastructure and SaaS capabilities and price and performance to this sector. So then as a nonprofit, I'd be, um, yeah, as a local organization, how would that impact me? Would I see more services? Would it be cost me less money? Right. I think, you know, what the major advantage to a local nonprofit or smaller community-based nonprofit is that this is a technology that they can consume. That means that they, they don't have to have an IT staff to do it. They don't have to have internet ex, you know, a lot of Internet expertise because a lot of it is embedded in what we offer to them. So between, you know, what we, what we offer to them, they can come online, they sign up. We have great support, a lot of online tools that they can use, webinars, forums, et cetera, that they can use to, to really make themselves self-sufficient. So it really is a self-service model from that standpoint. Great, that's wonderful. Now, I know you've been a background, you've been an entrepreneur for a while. So, tell us a little bit about your background and and what you've done in starting companies. Sure. Yeah, I've been. This, you know, is my seventh startup, and you know, I wish I wish I could say they were all you know stellarly successful, but I think I learned a lot in the first four or five, and chose more wisely the <laughs> the last two. Um, but my role has been primarily on a you know as an executive member on the marketing team, and this is really the first company that I am, you know, co-founder and CEO. So I've, I've kind of just consistently moved up in terms of, you know, responsibility. But, you know, my, my experience at Agile was probably the most um, all-encompassing where I was, you know, a new, new you know, very, very early on in the team, but then also participated in the company transitioning from a public, a private company to a public company. And bringing a lot of that expertise and background to uh, the lessons learned as we started gives Vukes. And, you know, it's, it's different. You know, that was primarily an enterprise software company where this is totally a SaaS company. So you see a lot of differences in both the, uh, the cost and the, the monies that you need to start a company these days. It doesn't take as, as much capital, um, but you really have to have much more, uh, I think, marketing and sales expertise about how you, you know, market yourself on the web. Uh, the, the development channel or development challenge isn't as large as the sales and marketing challenges. So it's interesting. So today to be an entrepreneur, it's about as much, or at least it's somewhat as much about how you position and market yourself, presuming you've got good technology to start with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of the technology has advanced so far that, you know, you really, you know, you really know your market very well, but how do you reach that market um, and how do you do that cost effectively? Because, because again, as I said, the, the whole price model has changed, the cost model has changed, and when you're talking about cloud, a cloud computing infrastructure kind of software, the price isn't that high. So you have to be really, really efficient about your sales and marketing spend. 
So tell me, I know you've heard, I've heard you can call yourself a social entrepreneur. What is a social entrepreneur? Well, you know, it's a, it's a phrase. It's a catchphrase that's out there. And I think the biggest difference is that the company was founded with some basic principles in mind. I mean, we're really, we're really targeting an audience, being the nonprofit or the social sector, um, that, you know, isn't, traditional, isn't a traditional sector that people sell to. Um, and the idea is that, you know, we're trying to do not just create a successful, you know, software company, which we obviously are. We want to create a su- successful software venture here. But the, the other thing is we want to generate a return to the sector as a whole. So we're trying to, do, to go beyond just profit, and people talk about it sometimes as a double bottom line. So it's not just the, the return to the shareholders or, or stakeholders in the company. It's a return that goes beyond what you know, products we sell. So our focus has always been when we started this company is we wanted to get help nonprofits get a bigger share of the monies that they raised to their end cause. So, for example, if I'm a local food bank, you know, I want to help them reduce the cost of fundraising so that when they take in $1, more of that dollar goes to generating more services for their clients. And so, so that has been the basic tenant. And you know, an investor sits here and they can appreciate what we're doing from a social perspective, you know, but they're also looking at it from an investment perspective. So you have to have both a good return for the investor and also a good return for, for the, the social sector as a whole. Great. That's wonderful. So it's, it's doing good and, well, you're doing well, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. That's the intent. <laughs> exactly. That's great. That's wonderful. Well, great. Carol, it's been great to talk to you. Just since you've been involved with so many startups, can you give us, a, as kind of a, a last thought, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs in this new world? Because things certainly have changed, uh, I'm sure, since you started in, in your first couple of companies. So what would you sure. advise entrepreneurs? Well, I think, again, a lot of the fundamentals are still the same. You really, really have to understand your market. Um, I think you really have to understand your customer and your target customer and how they're, how they're going to buy. So those things really haven't changed. I think what, what has changed is the mechanisms by which you reach, reach that audience. And I think that you know, as long as you understand your market and surround yourself with a great team, um, you've got a sound business plan based on your understanding of the market. Um, I, yeah, I think the biggest, you know, and certainly for me in, in starting this company, the new thing was to, to really um, help, help understand how do you harvest the web and, and really how do you get yourself out there in, in that, and in integrating that into an overall communication strategy. It's not like you abandoned some, again, some of the basic principles of, of communicating with your audiences, but, you know, leveraging those new capabilities that are out there because there is a new demographic of audience that you can only reach via the web and you have to be you have to really be conscious of that. Absolutely. Well that's great. Thank you so much. We've been talking with Carol Schrader. Carol is the CEO of Gizooks. Thank you Carol for joining us. You're very uh, welcome. Great to have you here. This is Linda Popke. Until the next episode, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership brought to you by L2M Associates. If you'd like to find out how you can improve the return on your investment in marketing programs, processes, or people, contact us at www.l2massociates.com.